Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Nick. You can find us at hypercleanstore.com, but go join the Facebook group, Hyperclean Specialists. A lot of fun in there. Guys posting a lot of different things. Today, we're not going to talk cars. Uh, I do have a cool car in the shop, a new car that uh, has a six-speed manual that's a little bit unexpected. So I'll talk a little bit more as I work on that next week. Today, I want to talk about some things and and I think bring some clarification to some stuff that, that I've seen going on for a while. And I want to talk about the content that we see in in and around the professional market one of the greatest things that's happened to auto detailing is the internet. Plain and simple, what's elevated auto detailing in my career more than anything is the internet. Doesn't matter what I believe, that's what's happened. And then we get into now what I want to talk about. There seems to be a lot of opinions, right? We have an opinions and, and we're going to have opinions till the end of time. And I want my opinion to be heard and, and I'm doing it the right way. And I'm doing this and my opinion's right. When it comes to business, one of the coolest things is there isn't a lot of opinion. There's a lot of fact. Let me give an example of that. If I have five different auto detailing businesses and four people are making content and they're in a nice polo shirt, it's got their logo on the chest. They speak professionally, they act professionally, they're clean cut. And the fifth guy is talking about the cheap detailer and this guy's hurting our industry and whatever, but you see, he's got a t-shirt on. You can't really see his logo. It's dirty. He's always talking about being on the grind. He's not sharing what he's actually doing for clients, cars. Who do you think the customer is going to relate to? If you walked into Best Buy, as an example, and there was a bunch of guys in dirty shirts trying to sell you TVs, you'd look at it and go, I don't think I'm going to buy a TV here. So we don't make all the rules in business. Most of the rules are kind of set. You operate the best you can inside of them because customers and vendors and everybody in the business world knows what a reputable business looks like. I think that's a pretty accurate statement. But everybody wants to give their opinion. I don't really have an opinion. I don't care what shirt anybody wears. I don't care uh, how somebody dresses. It doesn't really matter to me. I just know what the business world and therefore the consumer wants to see. See, in business, there really isn't that much opinion. We hear a lot of opinions in the professional detailing market, but we don't really ever talk about the facts. And what it leads to is a lot of people giving an opinion, people thinking that they're a valid person to give an opinion. But guess what? Maybe they aren't. Maybe they're not really having success. Maybe they're not really basing their opinion on any factual information. So I want to dispel some things about small business ownership with statistics today. I want to talk about the realities around who's really having success and how many people are having success in any type of small business, which is exactly what we're in when we're a professional auto detailer. Now I wanna start this conversation off with, I wrote down 20 names of the biggest shops that I know. 
these shop owners make seven to eight figures a year in revenue in their businesses. Here's the interesting part of those 20 businesses that I've talked to that I know personally. They don't talk about the professional auto detailing industry. They don't talk about associations. They don't talk about uh, anything involved with professional auto detailing. They talk about their business, what they're doing, what they're accomplishing, what their goals are. They don't associate with the professional auto detailing market. I find it interesting that we have a lot of people that talk about the professional auto detailing market, and it doesn't seem to be the most successful among us. Now, when I ask some of these owners why they don't get involved in things or don't care about cheap detailers or they don't worry about those things, the answer was pretty much the same. They're too busy. Most of these people have been in the professional market 10 to 20 years, if not a little more. They're not fly-by-night guys. They're not guys that popped up out of the blue. They're the guys that have just been doing it head down 5, 10, 20 years. The interesting thing to them when I had this conversation with them over the last few weeks is how many people discuss the auto detailing market that don't have the necessary experience to actually talk about the market. And I had one guy actually say to me that one of the, the weirdest things to him is how many people are commentating on the market when they've been in the professional market less than five years. They've never made real, really any high-class money, which to him was over $500,000 in revenue. Those were his words. It's a pretty good number. And he didn't really understand why the auto detailing professional has gone the way that it has. Because he says the business is hard enough on him that he doesn't have time to worry about all of these ancillary things in the business. Thought it was a great point. And I shared it here. Now I'm going to start sharing some statistics because these aren't opinions. These are, are gathered by people like the IRS, the Small Business Administration, looking at tax returns of what the reality around small business is. A one-person business in America averages $46,000 a year in revenue, not profit, in revenue. 86% of small business owners make less than $100,000 a year. So that means 86% of the people discussing the professional auto detailing market as, as they're an expert are making less than $100,000 a year. 82% of all small businesses fail for the reason I've said many times on this podcast, a lack of cash. That's why we talked so heavily to turn the year about handling your money. The average detail business makes $23,000 a year. That's not profit. That's what they make in revenue. Average household income of a small business owner is barely $50,000.
These are not opinions, they're facts. And they're facts that are important if you're a small business owner, because it's a benchmark of where you are, where you want to go, what you're trying to do. Another 16% of all owners in the auto detailing market bring in less than $10,000 in revenue. And 9% of small business ever reach 1 million in revenue. That means 91% of all businesses in detailing, chemical, suppliers, detailers, ever reach 1 million in revenue. So think about this. If you walk the hall at SEMA, if you walk the hall at MTE recently, that only 9% of those businesses that you saw in the auto detailing section of MTE or SEMA have $1 million in revenue. That's not profit, that's revenue. We have to take these statistics seriously because what these statistics show us is that if 100 people are talking about the professional auto, auto detailing market, only nine of them, only nine of them have ever seen one, $1 million or more in revenue into their business. We think a lot of things in small business are opinions, and they're not. There's a lot of factual things that we have to face. I've seen a lot of discussion in this market about this, or this company is going to help, or this company is going to do that for you, or this association is going to do this, or this is going to come save you, or if only we trained the cheap detailer to not be cheap, it's going to fix everything. The statistics in small business tell us those are pointless conversations. And one of the things that I don't do is pointless. I don't care about conversations that don't change anything, that don't really help because they're just a bunch of BS opinions. And when you hear these statistics, it brings into light kind of what I've said for two years on this podcast. There's a lot of people talking and there's a very tiny percentage that have done the work to become an expert in actually having the conversation. I feel very fortunate that I'm in the 9% that have reached a million in revenue. It was a goal of mine and my team made it happen. I wasn't the only one responsible for that. They made it happen. But we have to separate fact from fiction at some point in this detailing world. If we want the professional auto detailing market to actually go to the next level, we need to be honest about the numbers. And then we need to be honest about the people, who are the experts, who has been there, who should we listen to? Because guess what? Every industry is having this problem. It's not just auto detailing. Construction industry has it. Plumbers have it. Electricians have it. Welders have it. But the people having the pointless conversations are not the people that are having the success. Isn't that kind of ironic? 
And what brought this up was a conversation I had with one of our great people at HyperClean inside of our network. He runs a one-person business. I, I admire the hell out of the guy. He's great at what he does. But he's also a guy that doesn't want to face facts. And that's a conversation him and I had privately. He thinks the world's about opinions and you can do this and you can do that. Yeah, you can do a lot of things, but it's always going to be in the framework of what works in business. That's why small business owners that have reached over a million dollars or $5 million or $10 million or $100 million in revenue, they always say the same thing. I could go to any business and replicate what I've done here at my business. You want to know why? Because they know largely across all small businesses, across all businesses in the world, big and small, there's a few fundamental things that you have to do and have to get right for the business to have success. There isn't a hundred things. There are probably five to 10 things you have to get right. But you'd never know that listening to content on TikTok, Instagram, podcast, YouTube, around our professional market. There comes a time when we have to start understanding whose opinion has validity and whose doesn't. It's a harsh thing to say, Nick. Yeah, it is a harsh thing to say. But the stats tell us that those are the facts. If I'm listening to a guy that falls into the average detail business making $23,000 a year, and he wants to tell me how much of an expert he is on growing a detailing business, I think it's pretty relevant. And those are most of the guys doing most of the talking, unfortunately. And so what's happening is it's flooding the market with all of this, what you would call, my dad would call, your dad would call half-ass information, a bunch of opinion, not based in fact, not based in experience, not basing, basing it in ha having done it, excuse me, but just an opinion. And I'm all good with opinions. We come on the podcast, we give opinions. Very rarely do I give an opinion on something I don't have experience in that's serious enough to have a real conversation about. Yeah, we give opinions on what beers we like. We joke around about what cars we like. Yeah, those are opinions. And those things largely don't matter to you having successful business. But when it comes to having conversations about the detailing market, there's not a lot of opinion. Let me give you some examples. Since I came on to HyperClean, we had a couple guys buy in very early on to what we were doing in the new changes. Of those people, some of them have purchased their own real estate, so they own their shop. They've changed their business from a one-person sh show to two, four, six, 12, 24 employees. They've had more revenue in December than they had in the middle of summer two years prior. Their revenue's through the roof. It isn't because of us. It isn't because of something Nick or Marty did. It's because they took their business, went to a more common sense place, started doing the business fundamentals that work in every single business that exists. And all of a sudden, their hard work started to pay off. Because it's not opinion. There's no opinion of what most $1 million detailing businesses do. 
of the 20 that I talk to that are seven and eight figure businesses, they all do the same stuff. 100%. Express detailing, paint correction and coating, paint protection film. About half of them do tint. They have two or three things that drive their business. Two or three packages as a whole drive their business. If they do PPF, they have a popular package. If they do paint correction and coating, they have a popular package they sell the most of. If they do express services, they have the number one. Well, they all do express services. The express service they offer, they sell one package 99% of the time. It's not my opinion. And I think maybe I've done a bad job of thinking, you know, people will read between the lines when I say things. Let me make it clear. The roadmap of getting to a million or $10 million in revenue and auto detailing has one way it looks, not five. Their logos may be different. Their shop design may be different. How they pay their guys may be a little different, but even that's not that different. It's pretty standard for them. And the thing that they don't care about is what the professional auto detailing market is or isn't or the bad or the good of it. They're just in their market head down, killing it. When I look at VR, I didn't look up for my business for the first seven years and really didn't look up and start even doing this podcasting thing until 10 years into my business ownership. And at that point, I'd been detailing cars for 22 years before I ever, ever opened my mouth on a podcast. And I don't think I'm right about everything. I certainly think there's some things that you guys could look at and say, yeah, it doesn't work for me. But for 22 years, I didn't worry about the professional auto detailing market. And largely today, I don't either. I want the people that are involved with HyperClean, that listen to the podcast, that are in the specialist group, I want you to gather as much as you can to help you be successful, whatever that may be for you. And by the way, I don't care what somebody makes per year. That's not, I don't judge people for that. You run your business the way you want. But here's another statistic I'll give you. When polled, 95 plus percent of small business owners say they started their business to become wealthy. So when you hear all these people saying, I just want a small business and I work by myself and that they're in the 5%, I guess, but 95% of you like myself started your business because you thought you could have a ton of success. And that's exactly what you should think today because every damn one of you can have awesome success in this business because there isn't 50 secrets there's no training that you need to go pay five grand for. Because I got news for you. Those people don't have the secrets either because there are no secrets. For two years, we've given you the base model of this industry for free on this podcast. It doesn't cost five grand to understand, find popular packages and sell a bunch of them. Be efficient with them. Be great at them and sell them to the most people you can. Wow, that's just a crazy idea, Nick. 
the 20 businesses that I talked to for this episode sell the same PPF package the most, the same temp package the most, the same express services the most, that they're the best at, they're the most efficient at, they're the most that are the most profitable for them. It's pretty amazing. We still have people commenting on this needs to happen and that needs to happen and we need to do this. Who's we? I'm not waiting for the boogeyman to come save me. If you're waiting for that, keep waiting. For the last two years, I've had a discussion on who's going to save this thing. You guys heard who that's going to be yet? Because I haven't. I haven't heard who that's going to be. I haven't seen anything change. I've just seen the people who are destined to have success and are willing to work for it continue to have success. And that's a lot of you listening. The coolest thing that's ever happened to me in my career is HyperClean. And it's not because of the products. It's because I've gotten to watch so many of you kill it. Change your family's financial situation. Change your financial situation. Have more fun in the business. Believe it or not, that's been the most fun. The products and building them and, and, and strategizing about the brand and what we need to do and what we need to do better. Yeah, that stuff's fun. That stuff's challenging. But the coolest thing has been how our community of people aren't worried about the professional detailing market. They're worried about their market, making more money, becoming more successful. And again, you can tell me that that's not what your goal is, but 95% of people polled in small business say that they started their small business to become richer and make more money. There comes a point in time where we have to start being honest with ourselves that this is all on you and it's all on me. There's nobody else to blame. There's nobody to look to. There's no industry that's going to save you. There's no industry that cares about you. It's surrounding yourself with good people, good vendors, good employees, good team members, good mentors, and making good decisions your own. And continuing to make good decisions day after day, year after year. And let me tell you something, you're going to fail because I failed. Anybody that's been in business to tell you that they haven't had a rough time or they haven't had a bad time or they made less money than they wanted to make, we've all been there. I've been there. I feel that way at times. I keep my head down and I do what I got to do. But we got to get out of the opinion business and we got to stop listening to people that haven't been there that haven't done it. Because I'll ask you a question and I'll leave you with this on this topic. If you heard you needed to have brain surgery to save your life and you heard, yeah, I got this brain surgeon, but the guy he learned from had never done one brain surgery in his life. That's who his teacher was. You'd be like, that's crazy. You mean the person that taught him 
doesn't know how to do brain surgery? Ah, don't worry. It'll be all right. Would you think that? Because I sure as hell wouldn't. I'd be like, what, what is everybody talking about? We don't carry that into the professional market for some reason. I don't know what that reason is, to be honest. But in many aspects of our life, we would expect that brain surgeon learned from somebody that's actually done brain surgery. It's a wild concept. In the professional detailing market, we don't hold those same standards. And it doesn't seem like a wild standard to hold. Has this guy done it? Yes or no? The answer is no. Then why would we listen to him? It's a real question. After I gave you all these statistics, you see how little money most people make. So if you want to make $23,000 a year as an auto detailer, there's no shame in that. Do what you got to do. I'm not judging you. But 95% of you, by the statistics, want to make a lot more than that. So are you listening to the $23,000 guy or are you watching what the million, $5 million, and $10 million businesses are doing in this industry? I'm going to choose to look to guys that have built something that I have yet to build. And it doesn't have to be auto detailing. I have customers that have $10 million, $50 million. I have a customer that sold his business for $4 billion. I tend to think they know a little bit more about business than I do. And I'm going to do everything I can to learn from them. Why? Because I think it'd be pretty cool to be where they're at. And it isn't about the money. It's about driving harder to have a little more success. I didn't get in business just because of the money, but I did get in the business to see how good I could be at it. And unfortunately, this is an opinion. How we judge how great somebody is at business is how much revenue they bring into their business and how much profit they make at the end of the year. I don't make those rules. You don't make the rules. Those are the rules. It's just like when we analyze an NBA player in history, it seems that six rings is better than four, isn't it? You can't make up new rules just because you didn't meet the standard. That seems to be what we like to do in the professional market. And I don't want people to follow us to do that. I know all of you are capable of a lot of success. We've seen a lot of success in two years out of a lot of you. And I'm proud as hell that you guys are having that success. But we've entered in a, into a space where we need to be honest about content. That all, most of the content, Upwards of 85 to 95% of the content is being made by people who don't have the expertise, who don't have the success on their resume to actually be saying the things that they're saying. And that's just not auto detailing. That's plumbing. That's carpentry. That's other small businesses and other industries that are under that same reality. This is a tough conversation to have because I don't know if I'm going to do it right. And there's going to be people that look at this and say, not everything's about money. Yeah, I don't think everything is about money. Those that know me, I wear the same sweatshirt, the same watches, the same hats, the same pants, 
damn near every day of my life. I don't give a shit about stuff and buying stuff with money. I'm in business to see how successful I can be. And I think most of you do too. But you're not going to have success getting into these same old conversations about what has to change in detailing. Nothing has to change in detailing because you don't have to be a part of that. You can be a part of something way more positive. Keep your head down, follow the right advice, implement the right things. Every single one of you can build a million dollar business. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, I'm not saying that has to be your goal, but 95% of people polled in small business have that goal. So I believe 95% of you probably fall into that. But if you keep bouncing around and you think, I'm going to go to this person and they're going to solve my problems. No, they're not. I'm not going to solve all your problems. Marty's not going to solve all your problems. We're going to give you little tidbits here and there on the podcast over years of time of doing it. And I can give you case study after case study of guys that followed our, our advice and went out there and killed it on their own, not because of us, on their own. And the thank yous we get that we don't deserve because this is just stuff that we know from a combined 45 plus years in this business. It's amazing when you've actually put in the time that it's not difficult to understand the things that most businesses have to do. But we have a lot of opinion about what the right thing to do is. Well, if this would happen, wouldn't change anything. The guys making seven and eight figures, they're not worried about that. Why are you worried about it? The guys that have actually built big companies aren't worried about anything that's being discussed that I could find content-wise about the professional detailing market. Isn't that strange? Strange to me. But we have the same silly conversations over and over again. And I think I'm going to end with this. Not every opinion is created equal. There are levels to this. And we all have to accept that. The guy that's built a $100 million business from scratch knows a lot more about getting there than I do because I haven't been there. Doesn't hurt my feelings. It drives me. I want to keep building. And I want to see how big I can get. And I want to see how good I can be at business. Because that's why I got into it. And 95% of you did as well. I want to see everybody have the best 2023 that they can and blow away every other year they've ever had. But you can't do the same things year after year, listening to the same people who've never done it and expect to get somewhere different. There's nobody rooting harder for you guys to go to the next level, to go to the next five levels, then hyperclean Marty and myself. Because this business has been great to me, but I didn't care about the professional auto detailing market. I cared about my business. I cared about doing the right things for my clients. And amazingly, that worked out because that worked out for Jimmy's plumbing down the street. That worked out for James's HVAC company down the street. Those guys aren't involved 
in worrying about what the industry needs to do for you. I hope you guys have a great weekend and I'll talk to you next week. 